the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Mike Gallagher. So out of Manatee County, Florida, comes this news. The Manatee County Board of Commissioners will discuss reinstalling a 22-foot monument to Confederate soldiers that was torn down amidst protests and hysteria back in 2017. Most commissioners approved of discussing the idea at a future meeting after residents raised the issue last week. One of the one of the commissioners, Commissioner Vanessa Bow, who voted against taking the monument down back in 2017, said, I don't like ignoring our history. It is what it is. Some things about it are good, some things aren't, but it's our history. We shouldn't be changing our history. First time I've ever heard of a community willing to at least discuss putting one of these torn-down Confederate monuments back up. And uh, that's really something. It feels like maybe the pendulum is uh, is is uh, is turning. Maybe the maybe it's swinging back a little bit. We always uh, love visiting with Andy Mangione from AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Andy, uh, Happy New Year! Let's. I got to play this clip for you. This was Biden with Scott Pelley on sixty Minutes not when long ago. You saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself? How would anyone could be that irresponsible? How could anyone be that irresponsible, Andy? Mike, I can't help but think that there's a little bit of delicious, you reap what you sow sentiment in all of this. What we're seeing is the abject hypocrisy and corruption of the Biden administration in general and Attorney General Merrick Garland in particular. This is the keystone cops of presidential administrations on full display for the American people to see, Mike. We will now will we now see the, an FBI raid on Joe Biden's residences in search of these classified documents? That president's already been set. But the Democrats run the Department of Justice, Mike. So we're not likely to see that they would do anything to damage this president. Now, if anything, the Biden administration may not realize just how much political capital that they've deposited into the accounts of their many competitors, namely one Donald J. Trump. You know, one of the things I appreciate most about AMAC is you holding our elected representatives accountable. I got a text message uh, a moment ago on the MyPillow text line. Uh, if the Republicans don't capitalize on the possession of classified docs from this hypocrite Biden, I'm going to lose all faith in my party. Is AMAC holding Republicans' feet to the fire to make sure that these things are properly investigated? Mike, that's one thing we do, and we have to do it because our members demand it. I've mentioned before, you know, on this air with you that we are a member-driven organization, and our members are all about holding these politicians accountable. And we've got the mechanisms in place to do that, and we have been doing that over, over you know, our 15-year history. 
This is why I'm a member, and I'm proud to tell everybody about AMAC, and it's so simple to join. $16 a year, you get all the same benefits and discounts that you'll get anywhere else, except you have an organization like Andy's that is fighting for our values, fighting uh, for common sense, fighting for fiscal responsibility, defending our law enforcement, defending our troops. It's AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Go to GallagherForAMAC.com to join GallagherForAMAC.com or simply pick up the phone, 855-624-6229, 855-624-6229. I'm proud to be an honorary lifetime member of AMAC. You should join as well. Andy Mangione, keep fighting the good fight, my friend. Thank you, Mike. God bless. God bless. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, a church, or nonprofit, and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay-up-front companies who make you do all the work and then take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low, reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org today because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. Portions of the following program may contain pre-recorded material. is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself? How one anyone could be that irresponsible? Glitches or complications uh, happen all the time, but we can't allow them to uh, ever lead to this level of disruption. Sometimes I think President Biden has a team of morons. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Here's Mike Gallagher. Well, what do you know? So all that finger pointing and all that hysteria over Trump's classified documents that led to a raid of Mar-a-Lago? Hmm. Joe Biden sounds like he's got classified documents spread out all over the country. Not one, but two locations. The, uh, the Penn-Biden think tank, whatever that is, they found classified docs there. And looks like they found more classified documents at a second undisclosed location. Why is it undisclosed? There's a front page of the New York Post, one of my favorite newspapers in America. This is classic. Biden also had top secret documents about Iran and Ukraine. Glass houses? Hmm. Glass houses, indeed. Welcome in. Thanks to Carl Jackson, guest hosting for me yesterday when I had that medical procedure, had my colonoscopy. I don't mind sharing it with you because you ought to get one if you're over 45. They found two polyps and snipped them out, and hopefully that will uh, 
add a few uh, a few years to my lifespan. Uh, it's a real, real easy procedure because all you do is fall asleep, and they go in there with the scope, and they get the bad stuff out, and uh, I'll know in a couple of weeks if they were precancerous or not. They probably were because the last uh, colonoscopies I've had, they found precancerous polyps. So glad that the doctor was on it, glad he got him out of there, and uh, glad that uh, I'm back to a normal routine and back in the chair again with you. So it's Thursday, January 12th, 2023. So much breaking news. I mean, not only the classified documents scandal, and listen, if it's a scandal with Trump, it's a scandal with Biden. How about having to ground all of America's airliners first time there's been a full ground stop since 9-11? The Transportation Department is in such a shambles, well, maybe it's because we got a Transportation Secretary who's more worried about equity and inclusion and environmental justice than keeping the, the planes flying. This is the same guy that said that America's bridges are racist and roads are racist. That's the guy that we're supposed to take seriously as the transportation secretary, whose only claim to fame is he was the mayor of a middle-sized town in Indiana. That's his background to be transportation secretary. Last night on Fox News Channel, Tucker Carlson had a an epic monologue, pretty brutal if you're Pete Buttigieg, about the state of affairs with today's transportation department. Now, Mayor Pete himself flies private, so he didn't have a tactile first-hand experience with our crumbling airports or crowded, stinking planes last refurbished during the Clinton administration. But he knew something more important. He knew that the FAA was beset by structural misogyny and transphobia. And to fix that, Mayor Pete had the FAA announce that the aviation system called Notice to Airmen, that's the system that keeps pilots up to date on their flights, that system would change immediately. Actually, the system itself wouldn't change, it would remain the same. But more important, the name would change. Going forward, it would be called Notice to Air Missions. Missions, not med missions. See the massive improvement there? Now we're getting somewhere. So at the beginning of last year, Mayor Pete declared victory. 2022, he said, would be the year that, quote, every transportation decision inherently is in many ways a decision about equity. In April of last year, Mayor Pete noted that ensuring equity and accessibility for every member of the traveling public is one of the department's highest priorities. So he was on it, and the equity crisis was solved. Unfortunately, our transportation problems were not solved. They had, in the meantime, become much worse. In fact, it reached a point, it is at a point, that you might experience on, say, a trip across Bangladesh. Just ask anybody on the train that was headed from the northeast to Orlando, took 37 hours. They couldn't get a crew. They couldn't figure out how to reroute the trip around a a derailment. And those passengers were literally calling the police from the train because they were stuck in the middle of South Carolina and they feared they had been taken hostage. Tucker interviewed a woman last night who was on the train. It was unbelievable. People were calling 911 from the train. It was so disastrous, they started to think they were being held hostage. And they were about to get, you know, some cat meet some catastrophic fate. What's Pete, what does Mayor Pete say? Because, you know, he's on the case, isn't he? 
Well, this happens all the time. Nothing to see here. We're doing the best we can. Is there a critical vulnerability here where the entire country had to be stopped because of something that probably, you know, involved one sector or another? Well, again, part of what you're seeing here is an abundance of caution and making absolutely certain that operations were safe. But this is one of the reasons why uh, we need to get these answers and, and have this review uh, of exactly what happened, uh, because uh, we need to understand whether this reflects a systemic issue uh, and what would uh, be required so that there's no single point of failure here. Uh, again, there need to be redundancies and uh, layers and layers of protection here. Uh, this is an incredibly complex system. Uh, so uh, uh, glitches or complications uh, happen all the time, but we can't allow them to uh, ever lead to this level of disruption, and we won't ever allow them to lead to a safety problem. Picture what would be happening if this happened under a Republican president's administration. Picture a Republican transportation secretary going on TV saying, well, you know, glitches happen a lot. It's a very complex system, this air traffic control system we have. And, you know, glitches happen. We we grounded all the flights. You know, it was abundance of all the catchphrases out of an abundance of caution. This is the same guy that said bridges, a number of bridges and roads in America are racist. Something about they intentionally built bridges so that blacks and Puerto Ricans couldn't go to the beach. I'm not kidding you. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it's true. That's how inept and incompetent this guy is. First, he thought he could be president of the United States. What were you? Well, I was the lousy mayor of South Bend, Indiana. And then, of course, he winds up in purgatory because nobody wanted this guy for president. And Biden says, I got an idea. Let's make you transportation secretary. Now we got planes that can't, you know, an air traffic control system that doesn't fly. We got trains that can't run. We got crumbling bridges and roads. We got airports that look like, uh, you know, a, a crap hole. We got bus stations that you wouldn't be caught dead in. We don't have a, I mean, it's unreal. And he's worried about inclusion and equity and diversity. Because when you're hired without any qualifications, disaster ensues. I mean, uh, somebody just texted me, Mayor Pete's biography should be called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles from Hell. 1-800-655-MIKE. I can't wait to get Congressman Scott Perry's take on this. He's uh, the Republican congressman from Pennsylvania, represents Pennsylvania's 10th district. He's going to join us at the bottom of the hour because I want to get his take on the whole drama on Capitol Hill with Kevin McCarthy. He was originally a no vote for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I want to get Congressman Perry's perspective on this because, boy, do I admire the 20 Republicans who got so much out of their really did. They, 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 they received an awful lot of clout as a result of their uh, their strong stance. And one of them was Co- Scott Perry. We'll talk to Congressman Perry a little bit later this hour. But in the meantime, here in the relieffactor.com studios, I want to talk with you. 800-655-MIKE. Give me your reaction to this these back-to-back catastrophes for Joe Biden. The classified documents, more found. The media turning on Biden because 
These reports are coming from CNN, CBS, NBC. The late-night comics all mocked Biden last night. Why are they turning on him? Are they turning on him because they don't want him to run in 2024? Are they turning on him because they fear congressional oversight now that the Republicans are in the majority and they suspect that the Hunter Biden stuff is all going to finally come out? Why are they turning on Joe Biden? And give me your assessment of the classified documents transportation secretary fiascos. Back to back, 24-hour period of time. Isn't this wild? 1-800-655-MIKE, one open line, 800-655-6453. we got a disaster at the border. We've got illegals sleeping in the airports, a supply chain disaster. This country is being driven off the cliff by inept, incompetent, corrupt Democrats. What are we going to do about it? Well, one thing we can do about it is uh, get the conversation started today on a Thursday, 800-655-MIKE. I hope you join us. If you like listening to Mike on the radio, you'll love watching Mike on TV. Go to SalemNewsChannel.com and watch The Mike Gallagher Show every day. That's SalemNewsChannel.com. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Mike Gallagher Show. And we had a Department of Justice that treated moms and dads as terrorists. You got the FBI that paid Twitter $3 million to censor conservative viewpoints on their platform. And then, of course, it's been weaponized against the very people they're supposed to serve. The Department of Homeland Security tried to set up a disinformation governance board as if some federal agency should tell the American people what they're allowed to say, what they're not allowed to say. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. Well, we need warriors on, uh, all over over the country. We need warriors in Congress. And I was just amazed at how the establishment class really, really went after the 20 Republicans who simply wanted a seat at the table in the U.S. Congress. Uh, and turned out they got a lot of what they wanted. The fact that we've got Freedom Caucus members on key committees, uh, the fact that, listen, there's just a lot of, a lot of uh, accountability. I also... Uh, want to talk to one of these members, the 20, the gang of 20 as they became to, to, became known as, to find out about the state of affairs, not only in uh, in the House right now, but along the, around the country. Scott Perry uh, is a retired U.S. Army National Guard Brigadier General. He represents Pennsylvania's 10th Congressional District. 
Uh, his district uh, includes Harrisburg, York, most of the inner suburbs. And uh, it's a real pleasure to welcome Congressman <laughs> Scott Perry to the Mike Gallagher Show. Congressman, great to have you on well, the show. Thanks, How are Mike. you? It's awesome to be with you. I'm well. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule because, you, you know, you've been in the news a lot lately. And, of course, uh, for for unfortunate reasons, uh, the Democrats are in the news uh, in, in ways that they wish they weren't. Let, let's just start. I want to go back to the, the Kevin McCarthy um, debate for just a moment. I mean, I know it's in the past, but I don't think you can sure. over I don't think one could overstate concessions that those of you who were pushing back received in exchange for your pretty bold stance. Can you can you kind of walk us through how you feel about the, that whole process and, 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 and how it ended up? Well, I will tell you, Mike, I wish we didn't have to go through it. I started negotiating in the summertime of last year because I kind of foresaw this this moment in time taking place. And look, many of us are sick of the way things are done here. We keep on doing the same things with the same people under the same conditions, and we somehow think that there's going to be a different outcome. But not only am I sick of it, uh, the American people are really sick of it. So we tried to avoid what happened over the last four days of a week ago because we thought we should be able to work that stuff out among other people that were tired of it. But look, you know, Frederick Douglass has a great quote that says, power concedes nothing until it's given a demand or something to that effect. Power never concedes unless it's given a demand. It always has and it always will. So basically saying nobody ever gives up power when they have it. You've got to force them to do it. And so these aren't really concessions in my mind. These are wins for the little guy. The little guy wants to know what bill, you know, if you're so inclined, you've got a busy life, you're trying to pay your bills, you're working all day long, you get your kids, your mortgage, your worries. You know, but if there's a bill that you're interested in and, you know, these, these folks have been bringing them to the floor with like a couple hours to read thousands of pages. It's ridiculous. Um, Bills that uh, we, we asked for and got for the first time ever in history, what's called a single purpose or a single subject rule in the House rules. So that means that the bill has to have one purpose, not one bill that's going and everybody hangs ornaments on it like a Christmas tree that are great for Washington, D.C., but do nothing to help the American people. And so, you know, those things were a fight. They shouldn't have been a fight. Like, who's not for these things? Who's not? We haven't had an amendment on the floor in six years, in six years. So if you send your representative to Washington, D.C., and and there's a bill on the floor that he wants to put an amendment on um, because it affects his or her district, well, you're out of luck, which means that the voice of that representative and more importantly, the voice of 750,000 Americans is, is off the table. It's ignored. It's unacceptable. Um, Washington has increasingly been run by just a few people, literally a few people that make all the decisions. And, yeah, they bring it out for a vote. You vote yes or you vote no. And, of course, you're pressured, you know, depending on which side, you know, what party you're in. You have to vote for this stuff. And it's got all this horrible stuff in it. And there's one good thing that you want, like, you know, yeah, I want the government to keep operating, but I don't want to bankrupt the country at the same time. Well, Sorry, sure. Mr. Congressman, you don't get a choice. If you want the government to stay open, you have to vote to bankrupt the country. That's right. a false choice, and we refuse to accept it any longer. We demanded the tools to be put in place so that the American people can have some wins and that there, there's not, illusion, not an illusion of representative right. government, but there is actually representative government. And that's what we got. 
Uh, Congressman, to every caller to my show who pushed back against what you guys were, were, were doing, I would ask them, are you okay with the status quo? Is that acceptable to you? And yeah. not a single one of them said they were. And so uh, when, I, when I would point out, all these 20 Republicans are trying to say is, the status quo cannot stand. It can't be business as usual. We have the majority. Let's let's seize the moment. I think people started to see it. However, let, let's be real here. The establishment Republicans are not happy with you. They're not happy with your colleagues in in the in the House who uh, who got these in, this big win. Well, you know, I, I, it did sort of. I think a lot of. Uh, people revealed themselves to us, not only on on the Hill, but even in the media. Even friends and colleagues of mine who just ripped into you, ripped into other Republicans, claiming, in fact, I heard somebody say that your district is mad at you and you need to be primaried in 20. Primaried? Are you kidding? I I think your district is celebrating what you achieved. Um, and yet, do, do you agree with me that there is a real problem within the Republican Party, and that's this establishment class that is absolutely, completely happy and satisfied with business as usual in Washington, D.C.? Well, Washington, D.C. and the swamp, the uniparty, whatever, the establishment, whatever you want to call it, works really well for Washington, D.C., and the surrounding counties of, you know, the federal government here. That's working really well for them, but it's not working well for the American people. And, of course, the, you know, the, the folks that love this culture here that uh, that want the status quo to remain, they're very powerful. And, of course, they're going to fight back. Um, I just, uh, you know, look, if they primary me, if I lose my election, what have you, uh, you know, I've decided I've got uh, two. We, my wife and I have two small children that, you know, we hope that there's a future for in America. I've got a mother that's on Medicare and uh, and Social Security. And I just you know, I've long decided I'm always going to do there's never the wrong time to do the right thing. And I don't want to look back on my time in Congress and say to myself that I didn't do everything I could to make things better. And the status quo, like, I don't know who goes to Washington, who. Michael, who goes to their constituents and says, if you send me to Washington, I can assure you I'm going to work to, to maintain the status quo. Right. No right. one says that. Yet when, when given an opportunity to change the status quo, they seem very disinterested. I know it's hard. I didn't, like I said, we didn't have to do this, but this is the only way to get it done. Right. Well, let's, let, I know what happened. You did change the status quo. And frankly, I think uh, these 20 Republicans, and of course, you started out as a no vote. You wound up voting for, for Kevin McCarthy to be speaker. I've got great confidence that he's going to do a terrific job, and you guys are going to have a seat at the table that you didn't have before. There's going to be more accountability. The process is going to be more transparent. All of it is good. And I, I it, it just made me crazy to hear the way uh, some of you were, were attacked individually. We've got some breaking news to share, and I want to get your reaction to it. As we're talking, some news about these classified documents that I want to share with you, Congressman, because, wow, you talk about a week uh, after Mar-a-Lago was raided, now all of a sudden comes not one but two instances of Biden evidently having classified documents out of the White House. Listen to this. Li- listen to this. This is this is pretty remarkable. Breaking now on the Mike Gallagher Show. That second batch of classified documents uh, from President Biden were being housed in his garage of one of the Delaware homes. The documents evidently uh, White House lawyers announced moments ago that Biden's batch of classified documents were housed in the garage of uh, one of his residences. 
They searched uh, his two residents in uh, Rehoboth Beach and Wilmington, Delaware, after revelations about this collection of Obama-era classified documents at the Penn-Biden Center think tank. Well, there's an oxymoron if there ever was one, Penn-Biden Center think tank. Uh, White House lawyers said that they contacted Department of Justice, and uh, they're fully cooperating. Front page of the New York Post today, Congressman Scott Perry Talk about a, living in a glass house. Biden uh, just recently was saying it's irresponsible for, for Trump to have those classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. What do you make of this extraordinary you know, bombshell that Biden had classified documents out of the White House, too? It's uh, Mike, I'm glad you pointed it out. Look, it's just one more day where we, where we recognize in plain sight the double standard of justice in the United States of America. As a longtime Army officer with a, with a uh, top-secret security clearance, if you had one document out of place, out of the correct chain of custody, out of the correct uh, storage facility, you were going to jail. That's, that's what we all knew in the military, because the, the secrets of the United States are vital to be kept secret for national security reasons. We obviously know there's a double standard. Yesterday, when I was doing media and people were asking me, and I said, you know, how do we know this is the only batch? What's a batch? In, and we're just taking Joe Biden's word for it. President Biden's word. We're just taking his word for it. Um, these have been apparently out of wherever they're, you know, they're out of uh, a secure facility, out of the correct custody for over six years now. The ones at the Penn Biden Center had no security. The ones at Mar-a-Lago, it's not like they were unknown. Everybody, the archivist, everybody knew and everybody knows what President Trump had there. It was in a secure, compartmentalized information facility, or otherwise known as a skiff. That's where it was stored. And he was cooperating fully with, uh, with the authorities. There was a disagreement. And the president of the United States is the only classifier and declassifier. Joe Biden is not in that chain of command, does not have any, any authority whatsoever to declassify anything, and certainly doesn't have any authority to lead classified documents, the secrets of the state, in a file cabinet, at, you know, at Penn University, where the uh, the OSCE ambassador was bringing in foreign nationals in and out without any Secret Service protection whatsoever, or certainly not on his garage floor, right. where anybody could have broken in. You know, obviously not now. He's got presidential protection, but let's face it: there was a period of time for for six years. Where these things are for four years, anyhow, where these things were just in somebody's base or somebody's garage, apparently, and anybody could have walked in. Right. I mean, the, it couldn't be more striking the double standard, the one standard for the elite that want to rule us, and the and another standard no for question. the rest of us poor slobs that have to abide by the law and pay our taxes and just try and get through life. It is astounding. Pennsylvania Congressman Scott Perry, our guest here in the relieffactor.com studios. Final question, Congressman. Uh, I, I have to. Uh, I, I don't like going down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories, but there's something peculiar about, you know, Biden's own staff suddenly finding classified documents and the media suddenly turning on him. Last night, uh, there was a, I played a montage of all the late night comics who have been all in for Biden. Now they're suddenly turning on him. They're they're mocking him. They're making fun of him. I smell a rat. I, I really think they don't want him to run in 2024 and they're trying to hobble his presidency. Do you think there's any merit to that theory? Well, it sure seems suspicious that all of a sudden uh, this is all happening. Sounds like somebody on the inside that knows where the rat is or where the rats have been is is kind of piping up. But look, 
this is the classic fox guarding the hen house, right? right? Why are we taking their word for it? They certainly didn't take President Trump's word for it. I mean, how many times do we have to be duped? We listened to them when they said that CrowdStrike looked over the servers at the DNC, and it, it sure was the Russians that hacked them. And, and we had all this intelligence, retired or former intelligence officials, you know, claim that that was the case, yet none of the evidence uh, supports any of that theory. How many more times are we going to believe people that obviously uh, fib or, or expand on the truth or, you know, however you want to politely say it, right. you know, with, uh, w- w- you know, things that affect our lives? How many more times are we going to listen to this propaganda before we demand accountability? We all live under the same set of laws. They're the ones that always say, and rightly so, no one's above the law, except them. We're mm-hmm. tired of it as American <laughs> citizens. You're right. Well, I'm telling you what, you, you, you guys got a lot of flack for your position. I think that uh, I know there are plenty of Pennsylvanians, not only in your district, but beyond, and Americans who appreciate uh, the tough stance you took. Thank you for joining us, Congressman Scott Perry. Hope to have you back again on the show soon. You keep fighting the good fight, sir. Thank you, sir. God bless you and your audience. Stay safe. Take care. 12 before the hour. More coming up on this busy, busy Thursday. For all things Mike Gallagher, go to MikeOnline.com. You'll find the stories Mike talks about every day, plus video clips, Mike on TV, and special offers exclusively for Mike Gallagher Show listeners. It's all waiting for you at MikeOnline.com. That's MikeOnline.com. got money. I'm so in love with money. Everything will bring a chain of love. In the morning when I rise, bring a tear of joy to my eyes and tell me everything's going to be all right. On the Mike Gallagher Show. Well, hard to know how this is going to play out, but it doesn't look good for Joe Biden right now after all of the hysteria over President Trump removing classified documents from the White House. Joe Biden did it. You know, there is a difference. The reporters are twisting themselves into pretzels trying to claim how different it is. One difference is President Trump had the authority to declassify essentially whatever he wanted. The vice president sure doesn't have that authority. And these documents were removed when Biden was vice president, not president. More details are coming out. Uh, Lawyers discovered among personal and political papers a a small number of additional Obama-Biden administration records with classified markings. All but one of these documents were found in storage space in the president's Wilmington residence garage. One document consisted of classified document, was discovered among stored materials in an adjacent room. Apparently, they found no documents at his residence in Rehoboth Beach. This was his house in Wilmington, because, you know, he's got multiple houses, because he's a lifelong politician. That's how they roll. They got many, many homes. If you're If you're a lifelong public servant, you buy multiple homes. You don't just have one. You got to have a beach house. You got to have a mansion. You live all over the place. Um, and the, the next to the Corvette, 
that's pretty rich. Let's take you back to Capitol Hill, where Speaker Kevin McCarthy reacted moments ago to this news. You watch what is happening right now with the President of the United States. Not once, but now we're finding in two different locations classified information just out there in the open. It just goes to prove, and and we're finding out now, after being sworn in, that this was discovered before the election. Another faux pas by the Biden administration, but treating law differently based upon your political beliefs. Treats one President Trump one way, but treats President Biden a whole different way. That's why we had to provide a new entity from our church style to look after the weaponization of what's gone on, that you want an equal playing of the law to all Americans. He makes such an important point. They discovered the classified documents a week before the midterms, and they sat on it. You know why they sat on it? Because they wanted to impact the outcome of the election. Hey, uh, hey, Facebook, is that inter- election interference? Merrick Garland scheduled to make some big announcement today. We'll see what that is. I hope it's his resignation. What a crap storm. What an absolute freak show this is and listen then the hypocrisy oh trump and documents this makes trump stronger than ever he once again comes out smelling like a rose you wait and see you wait and see you count trump out at your own peril i'm telling you portions of our show brought to you by my pillow and uh i you know we it's a theme kind of around here about standing up to the woke companies and, and the woke mob, that's what Mike Lindell's been trying to do, and he's done it very well, but, boy, he's paid a heavy price. The big box stores have banned MyPillow products. You know all the whole. Well, listen, make 2023 your MyPillow year because you can get the classic standard MyPillow that never goes flat, stays cool all through the night, throw it in the washer and the dryer often as you want, still maintains its shape and its form as low as 1998 with the promo code MikeG. And these sheets, these Giza Dream Sheets, the softest, most luxurious sheets you'll find anywhere, order now for as low as $29.98 with promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. Or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Like we love to sing. Best night's sleep in the whole wide world. Visit MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.